Hello, basketball world. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of Take a 20. Here we'll be talking mainly about the NBA, but I want to definitely sprinkle in some of the WNBA big three. Probably we'll get into some international play. Uh, But, you know, all things basketball. It's going to be here at Take a 20. Pretty much trying to give you something that you don't get anywhere else. Um, Just a little bit more of an authentic take, a different look at it. Because me personally, just a little bit about myself. um, My biggest basketball achievement (laughs) was winning a championship on a team that I was injured the entire season. Second best was a club team, again, that I, for whatever reason, went off that game. Like, wherever I pulled up from, I couldn't miss. It, It was just one of those days. But with that being said, I'm a huge fan of basketball been a huge fan since I was very young um, born and raised LA and it's hard to say that or not hard to say but hard to find too many people who can say that they're born and raised LA and that they are diehard from day one from the jump Clipper fans and that is me. And now, I will say, you might get a little bit of homerness here and there, but I definitely like to keep things even. I'm the type of person even to see a replay during a game and be like, oh, if it was going for the Clippers, just uh, that probably should have been called the other way. So, that being said, I'll just explain what this episode is about. Uh, I want to go into the free agents of 2021, what Hoops Hype is saying is the top 10 of them. So first off is starting Kawhi Leonard. How appropriate. Now, Lawrence Frank just recently came out saying that it's going to take a very a great deal of time for Kawhi's injury to rehab. With that being said, and especially with the thought process process around the league, at least from what Woj is saying, it doesn't look to anybody, really, that Kawhi is going to be leaving the Clippers. And my prediction is that he is going to stay with the Clippers. The only team out there that I can really see being a threat to the Clippers actually keeping him would be the Miami Heat. A lot of people were saying the Dallas Mavericks. Now there's reports coming out saying that they're going to be more focusing on Kyle Lowry, which is a good thing for their team. But, you know, an even greater thing for the Clippers, knowing that, okay, Dallas is off the table as an option. Miami is really the only other team that's been coming out in rumors and me personally that's the only team that kind of makes sense but 
there was a reporter, uh, I can't remember their name, but I know also Bobby Marks has said this, that it doesn't make sense for Kawhi to go to the Miami Heat because it would be more so a lateral move rather than an upgrade. Especially now with him rehabbing this injury, he probably wants to stay put and just nurse that thing back to health. Hopefully, the way that I see it going is that he opts in to the last year of his deal, gives the team a little bit of cap flexibility, and then negotiates a contract extension during the season. In my personal opinion, that would be the best case scenario. More likely than not, he'll probably opt out of the contract and renegotiate now, which is no big deal. Uh, not no big deal, but is is totally his decision to make, which is why free agency is such a good thing. So players can choose where they want to go, what they want to do. It's, it's the best time for players, honestly. Now, moving on to John Collins, this is a player that I was really, really skeptical was going to be suiting up for the Atlanta Hawks next season. Now, a lot of reports are coming out saying that the Hawks are really wanting to hold on to John Collins, which makes sense. He's an amazing talent. A lot of people are saying that he needs to prove himself on defense. The kid averaged like a block per game, like a little over a block per game. It's, I I saw his defense, sometimes it looked a little suspect, but overall, he's a young kid who is an offensive threat and is a rim protector. That's all that you can really ask of him at this point in his career. He's still young. Now, do I still think that he won't be with the Atlanta Hawks? I kind of do. This one team that I really think is going to make a hard push for him is going to be the Sacramento Kings. I just, something in my gut is telling me the Sacramento Kings, after missing out on Kyle Kuzma and Montrezl Harrell, are really looking for an upgrade at power forward, especially because they're going to try and move Marvin Bagley and, of course, uh, Buddy Heald. But with that being said, I'm sure that they're going to take a very hard look at John Collins and probably give him a very nice offer. Now, with these reports coming out, do I think the Hawks may match it? it? It's possible. But I still think that the Kings will probably put something on the table for John Collins that the Hawks just don't feel comfortable matching. Now, moving on to Mike Conley, this guy is going nowhere. Even reports now are saying, like, from uh, Mark Stein just now, saying that the Jazz are very hard-pressed on re-signing Mike Conley which they should be. There's nobody out there that is a real viable option for his replacement. I mean, you could possibly try and go out and get a Chris Paul, but I don't think that a Chris Paul along with a Donovan Mitchell really 
is a good pairing. Keeping Mike Conley along with Donovan Mitchell should be Utah's number one priority, and it seems like it is. They're saying that it's estimated a three-year, $75 million range, which is pretty decent for this player. Uh, I could and I can really see him signing for a little bit less, maybe 70, 72 over the, that three-year span just to help out Utah a little bit to add a little bit more help to the team. But, yeah, Mike Conley isn't going anywhere. There's not even a remote team out there that can even think about prying him away from Utah. Good luck, Knicks. Now, Victor Oladipo is a really interesting case. Miami does want to keep him. That's something that's very well known. But with his injury history... The kind of contract that he's going to have to sign is definitely going to be a one-year prove-it deal. Now, will another team offer him something larger than that? I highly doubt it. Highly, highly, highly doubt it, especially because of his injury history. So, he's unfortunately and not saying it's unfortunate that he's going to stay with the Miami Heat, but it's just unfortunate because he's not going to have any other options, to be completely honest. Now, moving on to Jared Allen. This kid is really going to be a problem. He's super athletic, especially now that he's getting the kind of playing time that he needs to continue to develop. It's he's gonna be one of the best big men out there pretty soon. Uh, the Cavs probably are gonna keep him bored. I can't see them wanting to get rid of him for whatever reason, or even whatever contract is offered up, them not matching that. The only other team that I've heard that is really interested in Jared Allen is the Toronto Raptors. A dark horse candidate, I would say, would be um, the Golden State Warriors. But they're they're a very far-off candidate. They have a lot more pressing issues to worry about than offering Jared Allen a contract right now. Now, if they package some sort of deal... That could be something that I could see happening down the line. But as of right now, the only place I can see him going is staying with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, moving on to DeMar DeRozan. This guy is going to have a tough time, especially now that the Russell Westbrook trade has gone down. It was being said that DeMar and Kyle Lowry had the Lakers on their radar for the offseason to come over as free agents, which is a great thing for the Lakers, would have been a great thing for them. For for them, I mean DeMar and uh, Kyle, but now with Russ being there, that definitely blocks... DeMar's route to the Lakers 
Now, there's only a few teams out there that I can really see still pursuing him. I know that the Knicks were interested, the Heat, and the Clippers. The Clippers are definitely a pipe dream. Don't really have the kind of cap space to sign a player like that. Um, You also have Miami. Miami could actually be the ones who end up winning his services. You also have San Antonio, who is still in the phase of saying like, oh, we don't want you to go, but we don't want you to stay kind of deal. So I don't expect San Antonio to make too big of a push for him. Miami will probably put a pretty good deal on the table for him. Something that I think that he'll be more than happy to jump on. So DeMar DeRozan to the Miami Heat, very likely. Sorry, Clipper Nation. I know that's something that I want to, but he's, he's, we don't have the money. We don't have the cap space. Now, moving on to Chris Paul, another wrench has been thrown into that situation of his because everybody was thinking that he was going to go back to the Lakers or not go back to the Lakers. He was going to go to the Lakers and team up with LeBron. Now, everybody is saying that he's going to be with the Suns. From the beginning of the end of the playoffs or the end of the finals, it's like there's no way that Chris Paul is going to leave this team. There's no way that the Phoenix Suns will let Chris Paul leave that team. They'll offer him a contract that he he'll he'll get a contract that he wants from that team. The Knicks can throw out whatever they want. Chris Paul will get that same money from the Phoenix Suns. Guarantee you. They're not letting him walk. Point blank period. Now moving on to Cal Lowry. This is somebody that really really the league is his oyster right now. Everybody wants him. The Pelicans want him. Dallas Mavericks want him. Uh, Clippers want him. Miami wants him. I'm sure Boston wouldn't be mad at getting him. So he has a lot of options out there for him in free agency. The one place that I really think that he'll end up that he could end up possibly the uh, 76ers as soon as they get off of uh, get off of Ben Simmons I can see Cal Lowry signing for them now people are saying that the Heat, Mavericks, and Pelicans are the front runners for his services I can't see him really wanting to go to the Pelicans or the Mavericks over the 76ers. I can see him wanting to go to the Heat over the 76ers. So the top two right now are the 76ers and the Heat, but I'm going to say that he's going to go to the 76ers. 
Now, moving on to Lonzo Ball. He's been rumored with the Bulls, Celtics, Raptors, and the Clippers. This is a player that, like, I I really like Lonzo Ball. Too much was put on him too early. We do it with a lot of rookies. Magic Johnson was saying, like, oh, keep save some of my accolades for me. Save some of my records for me. That was way too much to put on this young kid just coming out of college. Even when I was seeing him in college, I was like, yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I don't see what everybody else sees just yet. I'll have to see it when he gets to the NBA. The more that he played in the NBA... The more I was like, he isn't this wizard with the ball like Magic was. He's not flashy like that. What he reminded me of was a Jason Kidd. And really, ever since he's left L.A. and been with the New Orleans Pelicans, it's been more and more every single every single day really, that I've seen him play, where I'm just like, he's he's getting to be a lot more like Jason Kidd. He's reminding me of a better version of Jason Kidd, and that's something that I always thought he could be, so I'm very happy that he's developed into this. Now, the Pelicans are fools to allow him to walk like I I get it he's not really working with that team right now so you you have no other choice really but to let him walk uh they should have attempted to trade him because obviously there's a market for this kid now the place that I think that he'll end up the place that makes the most sense basketball sense would be the Chicago Bulls. Him with Lonzo, I mean, him with uh, Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic, that's a deadly, deadly force right there. He would be, if I can see it, he damn sure can see how good of a fit that is. Uh, That's all I got to say. It's... It's a really, really good fit. Toronto, that's going to be a rebuilding team. Boston, he I don't see how he fits along with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I didn't even mean to say Jalen Brown's name like that because I'm very high on Jalen Brown. But, like, Lonzo right next to Jalen Brown is just like, oh, wait, huh? What? That that does that combination doesn't even look right to me. And trying to imagine how it's gonna play out, I'm just like, you have two guys like, and I I I just really don't like that that fit for him, and I really hope that it doesn't happen, because that right there seems like a really bad spot and also Boston ruins point guards 
they just ruin him. Is it, no point guard should willingly go to Boston. None. If they get traded there, fine. But willingly going to Boston? No, absolutely not. No point guard should be doing that. Now, to round off the top 10 list, according to Hoops Hype, Andre Drummond. The Lakers did this guy a huge disservice. Like, he's, it's going to be very hard for him to find a home this offseason. It was going to be hard for him even before he got traded, or not traded, but uh, got bought out by the Cavs and went to the Lakers. Now he has that image of being a buyout player. He's going to have to take a minimum contract. He's replying to people on Twitter saying, you're drunk. Saying, but I I get it. It's a Laker fan saying, come back for the minimum. I'm like, yeah, you drunk, bro. Did you see the way that they used him? A DNP in a closeout game in the fi- in the Western Conference Finals? Or not in the Western Conference Finals. He didn't get there. The... But you you don't play him in a closeout game during the playoffs where you promised that he would be a starter. Said that he was going to have a bigger role. Said this, that, and the third to make sure that he got to you guys instead of anybody else. But what happened? You very sparsely used him. You should have just been straight up with him. And just like, hey, we're going to try and make you the starter, but if it doesn't work out, we're going to relegate you to the bench. And maybe some games you won't play. How, how hard is that to say? But no, they decided to lie to him and say, yeah, you're going to be our starting center. We're going to go with you. We believe in you. This this is really bad for the Laker franchise. And now I'm saying this not as a Clipper fan, but a fan of basketball. And somebody who just kind of looks and sees how these organizations that scorn players end up really with the bottom of the barrel of players a lot of the times now how they treat Westbrook is going to be really is going to be a huge huge deal we're going to have to see but getting getting off topic I'm not going to go in on the Lakers right now that's for a different time so Miami is saying that they want him I'm sure that the Clippers are interested in him. Toronto would probably be interested in him. But someplace that I would really like to see him go is San Antonio. Dude's seven foot. He chooses when he wants to play defense. 
you go up to San Antonio, even going to Miami, they're not going to play that shit. They're going to make sure that you play your ass off every single play on both ends of the court. Not just, all right, he's getting, I'm getting my touches on the offensive end. I'm getting my buckets. Now I'm going to play defense. No. It's a full 48 up and down playing offense defense. That maybe not a full 48, but you know what I'm saying. They don't play that shit as lacking on defense or lacking at all. They'll cut your ass. So, with that being said, probably the best career move for him right now would be to go to Miami or San Antonio. Either one of those teams would be really great for him. Now, which makes makes more sense for him? Probably the Miami Heat. I I wouldn't bat an eye at that if he ended up at the Miami Heat. Because that fit makes sense. He's going to have to come off the bench. That's something that he's going to have to come over that mental hurdle and be okay with. But even in San Antonio, he's probably going to be coming off the bench behind Yakov. So, no matter where he goes, if he wants to go to a winning situation, I don't see him actually being the starting center. No matter where he goes. So, he... Yeah, the best the best place for him would probably be Miami. Just get back to the East Coast, back to where you you're comfortable, where you know it, and you know, ride it out. Make make good decisions because Eric Spolstra is gonna put you in the right spots, and you know, Pat Riley will. Give you his little speeches that make you feel like ass, but also inspire you at the same time. <laughs> so that's that's definitely the place that I think he'll he'll end up, or I think he should end up. And with that being said, all ten free agents, top ten free agents according to Hoopsite, have been now covered. Runtime is 27 minutes. Oh my god, I can't believe I've been talking this long to you guys. I'm sorry for talking your ear off. And I've probably said um way too many times and annoyed the shit out of you. And I apologize for that. Like I said, this is my very first episode. First time I've really recorded myself talking about basketball, talking about anything, really. And, uh... It it's rough, <laughs> but I'll I'll continue to get better and we'll we'll go on this journey together. But 
yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to the very first episode of Take a 20, and hope to see you guys, or, yeah, I guess hope to see you guys next time around. All right, peace.